0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mobile Home Park Expert Podcast. I'm Jason Cerroden with Glenn Esterson, as always. Glenn, how you doing? Uh,
1: Wonderful, as always, my friend.
0: Just got back from your honeymoon. We're putting you right to work. Uh, Today on the show, we have uh, Yona Yona Wise. Yona (laughs) is a tax deduction expert with a focus on cost segregation. And, Yona, you're also a thought leader in the space and... And you're big on LinkedIn, I hear. That is correct. How how did you start your LinkedIn journey, and how can people find you?
2: very easy to find me on LinkedIn. Just uh, put my name in, <laughs> but but there, there's only one Yona Weiss, as far as I know, on the on the entire LinkedIn, which which makes it much easier for personal branding, right? You know. Uh, <laughs> but I got I got started, you know, just a, a couple of years ago. I didn't know much about social media, social networking, and uh, I kind of came on the scene on LinkedIn when I, I noticed there was a lot of changes that were, were happening and it was becoming more of a social network as opposed to uh, what it had been for years, which was just like a place to post your resume and, you know, to find a job and for headhunters, you know, to look for candidates. But, but it suddenly became like a social networking, a business networking, um, almost like event. And uh, you know, people sharing articles not just articles but sharing content. And I came in when it and was personal kind of, journeys, yeah, exactly. And and you know, just sharing information. Um,
1: it, I think people come to LinkedIn to, to learn a lot, to network, um, but to learn, yeah, I've had a similar experience with it, uh, you know. For me, social media is always a little intimidating because I'm just like, oh, what do I want to be on Facebook for? I don't even have Instagram or any of those other ones, you know. Um, and LinkedIn, as I've gotten older, it's been like, well, this is like the mature Facebook. I can go on here and talk business with these people and go learn about subjects I'm interested in that Facebook doesn't seem to have quite the algorithm for yet. And uh, it's actually how how, how how Yona and I linked up was on LinkedIn, um, I had seen uh, a bunch of his posts, and that other of my clients and friends had, had commented or, or or said something about. And uh, we got to talking, and it, it seemed like, hey, this is interesting. This guy's doing big stuff, and and cost cost segregation is is a little known used tool that uh, the mobile home world just hasn't really uh, taken on. In in you know with with uh, the other real estate verticals like industrial and, and apartments and retail it, it, it's more commonplace but uh time and time again when i get books and records from people and i ask them if they've ever you know used cost segregation they said ah oh, what's that mean i don't even know what that is
0: and uh, uh thought it'd
1: be a good time to, to bring yona on and, and help educate some of our guys
0: about and me what, uh
1: what that <laughs> because cost because looks, and, and jason <laughs> i don't know anything about, about cost
0: segregation <laughs> So so Yona in case you don't know our 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 whole thing is that you know I'm an entrepreneur but I'm looking to get into this space because I see people making good money and having good careers and having fun with it and so the whole thing came about where Glenn is teaching me and hoping hopefully, hopefully the audience can learn through my dumb questions. So I'll be prodding you with some dumb questions as we move along. So um, if something is really elementary that I'm asking, that's why. So let's get started and just kind of, can you tell me a little bit about what cost segregation is?
2: Sure. So it's a, it's kind of a um, exalted form of depreciation, or like I like to say depreciation on steroids, because what it does is, Allows, and I'll touch upon just what the basics of depreciation, this incredible tax deduction is. It allows you to just, you know, accelerate that and take a huge portion of that up front. So, as you may or may not know, and this is everyone out there, depreciation is, you know, the IRS's gift to real estate investors that says you just bought a building we're going to allow you to write the value, the cost that was paid for this building. We're going to allow you to write the entire thing off as a a tax write-off. The only thing is you have to do it over a span of a certain number of years. So they came up with some arbitrary numbers, like 39 years for a commercial property or 27 and a half years for a residential or multi-family, mobile home parks, uh, anything that's residential people live in. So essentially... You get huge tax deductions, tax write-offs, just by virtue of the fact that you bought um, an invest- investment or a business real estate property.
0: Do you have to pay it back if you sell it before those year deadlines?
2: So when you um, sell a property, there is a tax that you pay. Um, it's not paying back the depreciation, but it is paying tax on the amount that you took which is called depreciated recapture tax Uh, it's it's definitely something that needs to be considered when you're uh you know when you're buying a property but especially if you want to do consegregation to take extra depreciation deductions however there are even ways to get around that meaning you're not subject to it entirely and it's something that you you know, really consider upon sale. So it's really more than anything, cost segregation or depreciation in general is allowing you to take tax deductions, um, keeping keeping your money in, in your own pocket, you know, keeping your cash flow as, as full as possible. Do you do, you do right. it on a and, yearly and basis?
0: I just want to understand, is it something you do first year or is it something you do over time?
2: So it's a one-time thing. Cost segregation is a one-time thing. What we're doing, and let me just break it down, because like I mentioned, depreciation, you get a deduction every single year um, split up over that 39- or 27-year period. Uh, depreciation uh, is takes the entire building minus the land value and allows you to write that off. Cost segregation, and the weird name just, just shows you that you're allowed to break down that cost or segregate out that cost into different lifespans, shorter lifespans, because there are things in the building and outside the building, the IRS classifies, that have shorter depreciable lives. So, for example, personal property, and that can include so many things like appliances, furniture,
1: carpeting, fixtures,
2: um, you know, so many different things, even like blinds and curtains, things like that, depreciate on a five-year life or a five-year scale so by applying cost segregation having an engineer identify what all of those items are what all the assets are in a property you can now uh, reallocate some of that money or some of that cost to the five-year schedule meaning take a, a much larger deduction in the first five years
1: so and, and jason the, the 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 reason that's important um is it helps you at the end of the year have a better bottom line and it, when you take out your 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 regular depreciation from your park the 28 27 years of depreciation you can get that's a big number that helps you add actual dollars to your pockets at the end of the year and then when you couple it with things like hey i just put in you know a new um, a, a new home or a new I just put all this new carpet in all these new homes or I just did all this uh, infrastructure work. Now that cost of what it costs to put in there, you're actually getting back a big portion of that at the end of the year, um, you know, on your tax line. So again, your cash flow is going to be more impressive by utilizing strategies like this.
0: And you're rewarded for making your park have a higher value by keeping the upkeep, you know, keeping it up, right? So it's like a win-win. Exactly
2: right. You're rewarded. correct. You're rewarded because you're given extra, those tax deductions earlier on. And exactly like you're saying, you're keeping uh, Glenn, like you said, you're keeping your bottom line much more positive uh, because like I like to say, you are not obligated to pay tax on your income to the IRS unless you have a liability, but with extra deductions, it just allows you to keep the money you're earning um, you know, just make extra deductions, take that off, keep the cash you're making. And that, that's really how this, uh, you know, the
1: benefit of how this works.
0: And just to be clear, you can only do this in real estate, right?
1: Correct. And that's Correct. Why, why Yona was saying this is such a gift from the IRS for real estate investors, because it's it, it's you can't do it in other things for the most part. And having this depreciation you get to take at the end of the year is going to reduce your tax consequence at the end of the year and then go all the way through the whole thing. And a lot of guys own their parks for 20-30 years and have fully depreciated, you know, their their real estate asset. And then they want to go and sell well, you know, with other tax uh, you can call them loops or whatever you want, whatever you want to call an owner financing situation is when you when you go to finance the thing, yeah, you have to add back the depreciation Deductions that you've taken, but now you're able to offset that even further with, you know, uh, with other ways in, in the sale, like seller financing, um, and so it it really gives the opportunity to expand your returns well beyond a traditional six or eight percent, you know, bond that you might be getting or stock market return that you might be getting, because this is how you can turn an eight percent return on paper when you add the depreciation back. Uh, you know, into a, a double-digit type of uh, return for an investor, and that that, that makes a, a world of difference in what makes real estate one of the more attractive investments out there. And with mobile home parks and adding cost segregation in there, you have, especially if you own the homes, you have all these additional pieces of personal property that have you know a, 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 an allowable tax deduction through cost segregation to be applied.
0: Now I know why Yona's so popular. He's putting money in people's pockets. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Exactly. Yeah. I,
2: mean, I, I just told someone yesterday, answer, like, everyone loves me. It's like, I just helped you save taxes. I just like, I have that advantage, you know, and it's great for me. That's one of the reasons why I love what I do so much is because, you know, when you have so much positive feedback from
1: people, of it's course. hard not to love what you do.
0: Man, I love you, and we just met. Uh, it, but... it is a bear. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's uh, You know, it is a bear to go through a, a top segregation Thing, especially if you're trying to do it on your own, or you're hounding your own accountant to do it. They're going to hate you if you're trying to get your accountant to do that. And I just went through that with my accountant; He wasn't so happy. Um, but, you know, if you get an expert like Yona involved, he's going to be able to to really engineer everything that needs to be de- deducted, depreciated at what expense. And he'll come up with, I'm assuming, come up with some kind of uh, you know sheet to give you that shows you where all this money is.
0: Yeah. Sounds very Correct. similar to I mean, kind we of like have, the tax have, incentives uh, on, Film and video in Georgia. It works very similarly. You know, it's basically free money for doing those things in that state. Sorry to interrupt you, Yona. Go ahead.
2: No, go ahead. I just wanted to, to add a couple of things. Um, I'll, I'll touch on a second what you mentioned about mobile home parks and specifically how they're beneficial. I want to get into that because they actually have a different, something more beneficial than almost any other type of property in real estate. Um, I'll touch on that in a second, but I just wanted to answer what. Um, can you just touch on what you said here about the engineering and, and you know the expertise involved. You know, I'm not a solo, I'm not a one- man show. I actually work for one of the, the largest companies that, that does this in the country. Uh, we have a team of you know full sixteen full-time engineers and um, you know half a dozen accountants and the whole team, sixty you know operations that we that's all we do all day long is is consideration reports and we've done you know we do about two thousand of these a year across the states, in every state, you know, all 50 states. So, you know, it's not just like, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to take care of you and make sure you're doing it. And that's why really accountants can't do it on their own. You need expertise. You need someone who specializes in this to do it, at least according to the IRS uh, guidelines. <laughs> so you need the engineering approach.
0: <laughs> and, and the rules uh, are in your favor. You know, that's and, awesome. And,
2: and, exactly. So, the, you know, accountant just kind of throwing a dart at the wall and, and kind of figuring out, hey, maybe I'm going to apply... You know this value to that, and this uh, percentage uh, to that, it's not going to get you very far, and and it's also not going to be playing by the rules. So if I were to ever get audited, it's going to be challenged. Uh, whereas with our rules, we're you know, totally in line with the the audit guide uh, for conservation. So that's really to our advantage. Um, but let me let me touch on on mobile home park. Cause I, I do want to share something that is really incredible. It's mind-boggling, um, because We have something I mentioned before that we're, with the cost segregation, we're reallocating property or assets to faster depreciation lives. So I mentioned personal property, right? Depreciates on a five year schedule. And that's usually a big chunk. You know, you could be 10, 15, 20% of a property, and many properties can be reallocated to that. But there's another category, which is called land improvements. Okay. And land improvements can include anything from, Landscaping, pavement, fencing, signage—you know, so many things. That anything is outside of the building that that is owned on the property is not land per se. The land it doesn't exist, and there's a value that needs to be given to that. But land improvements is a huge, huge amount, and especially
1: when we're dealing with mobile home parks. And I want and, to and for, up, my, for, for my yeah, for my for all the guys listening. I just want to make it clear to them. Guys, this also means the stuff below your ground, all your infrastructure. Right. Anytime you do things that, that involve improving that, you know, or even the does it work with existing infrastructure as well that you can depreciate on cost segregation or is it only on capital sure. improvements for, for? No, no, no. The amazing thing about cost segregation, it's
2: every all included, meaning when you buy a property, we're looking at the entire property as is which means even if it costs $100,000 to build the entire property, but you paid $5 million for it, so your write-off is going to be $5 million. That means the IRS looks at it, what was the purchase price? And even if you go and sell this two years from now for $10 million, the new guy gets to depreciate this, gets to write off $10 million. So it's really like a hypothetical thing, and it doesn't have to do with the, the actual value per se, or the, you know, the intrinsic value of it. So it's like a hypothetical um, value based on your purchase price.
0: That's insane. Right.
1: So so the septic <laughs> tanks, the water lines, all of that can be additionally depreciated uh, as well, if I'm understanding you correctly.
0: Guys, correct. What per- what, what, that is correct. Yeah. What percent could I save? Like, I mean, what's the average amount that is, is saved on this percentage wise? So it
2: depends. Every type of property is going to have a different uh, allocation. And that's really why I want to touch on mobile home parks because, in general, multifamily properties um, is usually about 20 to 30%, sometimes up to 35% of reallocation, which means if you just take those numbers, let's say you paid a million dollars for a property your normal depreciation over 27 and a half years would have been around $30,000, let's say. Okay. Uh, that means off of your income, you make a hundred thousand dollars income right off 30 right away. You're only paying taxes on 70,000. That's how that works. Right. You take that depreciation right. deduction. Our congregation comes in, let's say 30% of that could be reallocated to a, a five year schedule. So we're talking about $300,000 of that million, um now split up over five years as an extra sixty thousand dollars every year for those first five years, which means instead of paying taxes on seventy thousand, you're only gonna pay on you know approximately ten thousand. You're taking oh, thirty thousand plus the extra.
1: Oh, um, I can't even so you, believe you that. See why it was important. You see why it's important to have our to educate our, our listeners about this subject and why why it makes so much sense to have an expert like Yona come in and, and help you when you're either A, purchasing a park because you want to know really what the bottom line is for you, or B, when you're owning a park because you got to maximize the, you know, all the yield that you can. Uh, and, and if you're looking to sell your park, get somebody like Yona in ahead of time to help you kind of figure out, you know, if you don't need to sell today, this is some extra cheese we can give you that we can work with you in a couple of years for the sale. Um, and, and you know it's such an underutilized tool, and, um, and I'm sure there's plenty of caveats that go along with it, just to, as much as any other IRS loophole, and tax advantage, and tax deferment thing goes. But um, uh, having an expert like Yona here to help, it, it should it should make you feel a little bit better.
0: Wow. So exactly. so how do so, you, how do you apply the cost of segregation? To MHP, you you call you. I mean, but like, what do you guys do? How does that work? So
2: our process is is pretty simple. We send it first of all. We always um, provide a free estimate, which means you know our engineers will take a look at some details without even going out to the property yet. We'll just take some you know details of the property, square footage, you know, number of units, etc the purchase price, the the place, the service date, which means when it was closed on, and we'll give you a free estimate to look at what your potential, you know, tax benefits are going to be. And then once we actually go ahead and do it, we will go and, um, you know, send an engineer to the property, which means we'll always, you know, take that, um, take an engineer, one of our engineers, to go and take a walk of the entire property, take pictures, measurements, and then he'll come back and prepare a study which, you know, provides a breakdown of every detail. I mean, literally, 100 pages long, you know, it's a very detailed study which breaks down the every square foot, you know, of every asset of everything in the building. So, you know, you have like, you know, 20,000 square feet of carpeting, okay? There's an industry standard value to that. The, you know, the engineer will take that into account, apply a you know, premium to that based on you know, when it was built or et cetera. And there, it's a very detailed calculation that are involved. Um, at that point, you know, then you do this once on your property. It can be done immediately upon purchase. It can be done retroactively in a property that was owned for, for many years. And then you have your depreciation schedule on a much more detailed, broken down um, level as opposed to just everything lumped into that one you know, three year or 27 and a half year bucket.
0: Gotcha. So um, how does this work with like land lease parks? Is it different?
2: It is different, yes. Because, you know, it all goes on what you actually own. So in a land lease park, and, and you know, let's let's take that example because what you're owning, let's say in the land lease, uh, let's say you just own the the land and there are no park-owned homes, correct? So you're just leasing that. But what you do own is the land and the land improvements. Um, there is some infrastructure to that that actually depreciates on a 27-year schedule, but there. The majority of that is going to be land improvements with depreciates on a 15-year schedule. So we're going to accelerate a large portion of that. And sometimes if there are no park-owned homes, you can be looking at, you know, 60 70% of the purchase price is allocated to that 15-year property. Now, that may sound like incredible because we're spreading out, you know, 70% over 15 years, but it's even more incredible – if you realize that there's a new law <laughs> that Trump put into place called bonus depreciation, okay? This came into place in the new tax reform, which allows you literally to take that entire depreciation that's accelerated. So, anything that's less than 20 years. So, all that five-year property or that 15 year land property, take the entire amount in year number one. What?
1: Wow. Wow. That, that's...
0: That sounds great. like it might benefit um, him. <laughs> <laughs> <didn't think> so. <laughs> him yeah
2: him and and the rest of Congress that uh, that owns property.
0: <laughs> okay, so can any property yeah, they, owner do that or do you have to have commercial property like does this apply to personal property? I'm just curious
2: It does not apply to it's apply to your personal residence. Um, if it's your primary residence, if uh, any other property it applies to. So it can, be, it can be a single family even It can be, as long as it's a rental or a business property. So it can even be a business, let's say you own a factory, and you're a business owner. You don't even think that you're a real estate owner. No, you don't think about that. I'm a, I'm a business owner. happen to own the building, you know, the factory that that we operate in. Well, guess what? Your building is eligible. You know, you get depreciation deductions eligible
1: for cost segregation as well. Does that work in retro, like retroactively as well? So for instance, uh, jumping away from mobile home parks for a second, just because I have some personal interest in this, um, you know, I have a, a 60 acre farm in Asheville that used to be my primary residence and now is a rental property. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, it has a, it has a home and tons of infrastructure built throughout the farm. Is that the kind of thing that, uh, anybody can, any owner of something similar can then, uh, Start using this bonus depreciation
2: on. Well, the bonus depreciation does not apply retroactively, meaning um, okay. it's only came into effect in 2018, or at the end of 2017. So, as long as the property was placed in service, meaning in, in your case, placed in service means the day that it was changed over from a residence to a rental property. But usually, placed in service means when you know if it you know is beginning you know from the beginning a rental property it's when you close on that property uh, if it's ready to be rented okay. so bonus depreciation cannot be applied retroactively however cost segregation can which mm-hmm. in all purposes is almost like bonus depreciation if your property you know was five year you know you're looking back five years or more because what you're doing essentially is taking all that five-year property that we would have spread over five years and now since you're doing it retroactively you're actually getting that accelerated depreciation all in year number one. So it is like, wow. in a sense, a bonus depreciation you can take advantage of.
1: That's, that's an amazing opportunity for, for, for all owners of real estate, it sounds like. And Correct. more reason why all various types of owners of real estate should be working with you know, either you or somebody like you. And um, when it comes to mobile homes and, and lot lease uh, communities, um, it, it sounds like there's a real advantage there. Huge. I mean, literally, I have uh, a number of clients
2: that buy, you know, mobile mobile home parks, a good group of guys out of New York and New Jersey that they buy in, uh, you know, in Florida mostly. And they're, you know, (laughs) I'm sitting with them and he's like, you only have to explain to me, I bought this property for $3 million. And my accountant says, because what you did for me, I now have a million dollar write off.
0: In the first year, Uh, like can you explain this? It's like can you explain this? Like i just blown away. That's wow. But Yona, like, what kind of clients should should call you? I mean, you don't want every person who owns one rental property to call you. I'm sure you're doing much bigger deals. How how can we pre-qualify to make sure you're getting the right calls from any of our audience? So my
2: rule of thumb is usually any, and, and like I said, we did a free estimate. So it's it's usually pretty
0: um,
2: pretty educational just to see what those numbers would look like. But my rule of thumb is anyone who turns a property for over a million dollars, it's almost a no-brainer. Um, you'll see the benefits, tremendous benefits, you know, highly outweigh the cost. I mean, the, the free estimate is free, but obviously we have a cost in terms of you know, providing the service and the estimate, which is pretty, you know, almost nothing compared to the tax savings. Uh, we have a standard fee, flat rate, a one-time fee based on the scope of work, not at all contingent to the tax savings, which is actually against the law because you're, you have to be a third-party um, consultant. And if you have a vested interest in how much tax deductions you're getting, you're going to get paid more. Guess what? That's monkey business, you know. That's uh, you don't like that, but so yeah, our, our fees are pretty pretty low, and we'll, we will anything over is a million dollars almost no brainer. If it's over a ha- over a half a million dollars, uh, sorry, yeah, five hundred thousand dollars, it's definitely worth reaching out to see what those benefits would be because it could be based on your situation and based on the type of property, it may be uh, worthwhile. Below
1: that, it's usually not worth. Oh man, when I you know. Cost segregation was not something I knew about when I used to be a park owner. And if I, at the end of the, some of my years, I was often, you know, having uh, some trouble with the taxes. Um, you know, it, it, had there been an alternative like this for me and a, an accountant smart enough to know how to put me in the right direction to find a guy like you, uh, that could have saved my butt a, a whole lot, you know, with a with whole lot less gray hairs than I have now. Um, it would probably <laughs> made my time a lot easier. Uh, yeah, we need, probably, we, we need to nowadays,
0: get we need to get this information on your website stat. <laughs> this is, I mean, huge. I agree. I can't believe that everybody. I how agree. How come this isn't in the news? <laughs> I mean, it seems it seems <laughs> this bonus thing seems super unfair. But I mean, I, I'll take it. <laughs> it sounds amazing. I mean, how long can somebody can come in and shut that down though? Right, Yona. Like if another. Like, how long does it last? Only while the law is in effect right. during that time period? Correct. Yeah, so
2: the the law that they put into effect in the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, they put it in effect, the 100% bonus depreciation will be in effect until 2023, which at that point it's going to start to um, phase out. So it means in 2023 you're going to have only 80% bonus depreciation, <laughs> and then the year after that only 70% you can take first year. Um, until it phases out entirely, year you know, year after year, it could be. You know, they may make another huge. You know, if if Trump gets out of office, they may want to you know do another huge tax reform. Who knows? Especially, <laughs> I'm not going to get into politics over here, but you never know. Um, yeah, you never know what happens. So, I highly so, doubt it because it was such a major um, tax reform. But I highly doubt they're going to do another what, one so quickly.
0: But do you know the incentive behind it, like? was it purely just to make the rich richer or is this like, does this help spawn more economic growth, better housing? What What was the point? You know, it's hard
1: to
2: know. Um, I think the the main point is that because they gave this, um, you know, not only to, to real estate developers, they gave it to owners who were buying existing property. I think, you know, the simple answer is that, you know, they want to spur, you know, uh, real estate uh,
1: growth, you know, putting uh, they yeah. more house. They want to spur more investment into real estate. And uh, it, it is a way to help, you know, the rich get richer. But it's also a way to help the small guy, you know, start getting a leg up in this business by investing in real estate and having some additional incentives to be able to do it. It's you know I like it's, that. It's similar to a tax 31 in the way that it helps even the little guy. Who doesn't, you know, want? can't afford to pay the taxes, or doesn't want to pay the taxes. It helps keep his money in the market longer by now turning that person into a lender. This helps, you know, give you know buyers of real estate that maybe otherwise say, "Hey, it's too risky for me for the returns." But now, if I can add this bonus depreciation or this cost segregation uh, on top of everything else, maybe that return justifies the the the, the time value headache model and the risk reward model you know, for a newbie investor getting into this industry. Um so I, I would imagine it's probably both sides of that coin that, that were, were looked at when, in, when they instituted this. That's, but
0: um, that's great. You know, our
1: president currently is a very, is, is a big real estate guy. Right. So it's no yeah. surprise that he'd right. be a big fan of, of putting something like this into place.
0: So I want to make sure I didn't miss something because I know it, w- the, the, the stuff we were talking about before land lease parks, were those all park owned homes like that we were talking about or is that a separate kind of way to do segregation if it's a park owned homes
2: so if it's park owned homes um the difference is is that there's going to be le- there's going to be more allocated to the actual buildings of each mobile home and you know personal property in those homes as opposed to if it's only tenant owned homes and it's just like a land lease you know, all you're owning is the land or that land improvement, which is a huge amount applied to, like I mentioned, the pavement, like under each home is those pads, the concrete pads, that's what you own or the landscaping. So that's a huge amount. Whereas if we're talking about park owned homes, you, you know, the the allocation of assets is going to be more towards the five year and more towards the 27 and a half year, meaning the main structure of the building. Um, how,
0: how it breaks down. Yona, thank you so much for all of this information today, man. I, I mean, this has been mind-blowing to say the least, and I am going to make your phone just ring like crazy because I know so many people who need to talk to you. But if you want to go out and search for Yona, you can go to LinkedIn and just type in Yona, that's Y-O-N-A-H, Weiss, W-E-I-S-S. He's the only one. Um, you can email him at uh, weiss at madisonspecs.com. And you can reach Yona by phone at 732-298-9002. If you want to get in touch with Glenn Esterson, email Glenn at esterson at mhpexpert.com or call him directly on his mobile phone at 423-483-0492. For the Mobile Home Park Expert podcast, I'm Jason Siroten for Glenn Esterson and Yona Weiss. Have a great day.